Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Now, I am, I'm just super pumped to get into this one because I've been talking about this topic all week on end um, because I'm currently mentoring with my group ladies all about systems. So today's episode is all about front end systems, base level front systems that I really think that every fitness business should have in place to make sure that we're offering an A-class service over and over again. Now, One thing that I hear all the time from coaches is that they come to me and they say, Ro, I want to have everything all sorted in my business so that it's organized, it runs seamlessly, you know, I feel like I've got my shit together. And they, like, that is one of the biggest things that people come to me for with mentoring and saying that they need help with their business. They know that they need to have systems. They know that it's going to help them, you know, strategize and make things more streamlined as a business owner. But quite frankly... Um, I actually don't believe a lot of coaches follow through with systems um, and that's why they come to me and that's why they need my help because systems work is is actually a bit more, it's actually a bit easier than people think. However, the the I guess the logistics of systems is quite, it's common sense, it makes sense, but executing and following through is where it gets messy because when we're growing a business, right, we've got you know, every everyday things that we do as a business owner. And then we've got these things that we're wanting to do to push our business forward. So I understand it because I'm exactly the same, right? Like I'm growing my business, I'm growing my my companies and, and moving forward with goals that I'm wanting to. But there are things that need to happen to execute and, and run through normal operating practices. And sometimes those take priority over some of this work. So the stuff that we're going to go over to get today, you know, you might have heard it, but I need you to be making a promise as we step into this this episode together that if you're really wanting to get things organized and get everything sorted, then this is it. This is the shit that you need to be looking at. And what I'm going to be talking to you about today is like a fucking gold list. You're going to write it up on a list. You're going to chuck it up on your wall in your office or on a whiteboard, and you're going to get started one step at a time because you are not going to be organized. You're not going to have it all sorted if you just fucking leave anything, everything. Now, systems are not built overnight. Remember that first and foremost. Systems start with a framework, with a hypothesis of what we think is going to be um, a good strategy. And it's also started from the things that we do now. So you create systems, you start to use the systems, and then you have to, with the data and with the information about using the systems, you need to then have a look and go, what worked, what didn't work? So it's all about creation, using it, tracking it, 
and then measuring it and, and looking at the validity of what's happening. So of course, like this shit is not going to get done in a month because you need to test it and actually see if it's working and then make necessary changes from there. Okay. So quite frankly, um, like I said, I do think that coaches want to have all this stuff sorted, but they don't follow through. So if you're going to do anything to make sure that your business feels legit and your business feels like it's not a shit fight every single week because you always feel unorganized, then this is it, guys. So today's stuff we're going to talk about is front-end systems. Now, front-end systems, the way I like to think about it, it's like front-facing things in your business, Um, things that make your clients and your audience and future clients go, wow, fucking what an awesome gym, what an awesome you know, coach, what an awesome business. I want to be involved in that. So it's anything that is involved in the front facing with clients, target audience, target clients, future clients, stuff that people see. Um, It's not necessarily the stuff, obviously, that people don't see behind closed doors. So front end systems. Now, I'm not going to give you a big old list of fucking everything. I'm going to give you a list of some pretty hard and fast systems that I think are just non-negotiable and have so many benefits to get in place. Now, the point of systems, there's, I like to think about it as like a two-pronged approach, right? On the one side as a business owner, systems help you to, you know, streamline everything and make our lives easier as a business owner and not confuse us, right? Systems are just the things that you do in order to get the things done in your business. Like it, that's the fancy way of systems. It's just a fancy way of saying we're just basically wanting to look at the things that you do normally, streamline it, document it, make sure it fucking works, make sure that there is positive stuff that comes from it and then do the same things over and over again. So the stuff that we're wanting to do today with front-end systems is we're not just throwing shit at a wall because we want to have all these systems in place. You just want to have bare minimum shit. Like we're not trying to make our lives more complicated. So let's get into it. We've got six front-end systems that I think you need to have in your fitness business and have a look at. First and foremost, onboarding. Like onboarding is all about the moment that someone is in contact with you um, about your coaching practices and your coaching services, and that goes up until um, when they actually sign with you. So what is the system that you have in place from initial contact from a lead um, and right up until signing? So do you is the first part of the system that you contact them within 24 hours maximum? Um, and then after that, you know, you set up a movement analysis or a screening, and then you go ahead and go through um, the sales process, go through sign up process once you've signed up you know they start to become into your business so your onboarding system is all about literally the steps that you do already you're probably doing these things already what steps do you do once you get a lead come into your business and then they sign so think about some positive responses and some positive experiences of client of leads coming into your business and then signing up like where did you actually nail that fucking approach Go ahead and think about that and brainstorm that. And that's going to be the base of your system. You know, clients coming in for us, it's clients coming in. We contact them within 24 hours maximum. We go ahead and do a phone consultation. So this is all part of my system that I'd be writing down. Once we've done a phone consultation, we send them an email uh, because we've booked in a movement analysis. We let them know where it is, what's the time, what to expect. We offer a few little extra resources, timetables, etc. They come into the gym. They have a movement analysis. After the movement analysis, we go through that entire process. We then sign them. Once they've signed, they then get an email within 24 hours. Welcome to BBB. We're so excited, blah, blah, blah. And it's personal. Um, We make it personal. We make it relevant to them because we are not a fucking cookie cutter business here. Um, And then we talk about their training, who their coach is and all that kind of stuff. So that is our system for onboarding. And I've spat that out really, really fast. 
Um, but it doesn't have to be like so complicated and it doesn't have to be so much information and so many steps. Quality is always better than quantity. I also think that if you bombard your clients with lots of shit, like um, I purchased something recently and quite frankly, there were so many fucking emails that came through that I was like, huh? Like I'm not opening that. And then when I started to open the first few emails, it was just repeated stuff. And I was like really disappointed actually. Um, so you want to make sure that your onboarding process is makes sense. It's clear. It's giving quality touches, quality information. And a good place to start is look at where you've signed someone from a lead to a new client and document that process. Once you've documented that process, go ahead and use it on your next lead. If there's anything that didn't work, make a little tweak, system version 2.0, then go again, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Number two, the next um, number two for front-end systems is your new client experience. So once they're signed, I think it's important to consider um, having a system in place for the first, you know, however many weeks or months of being a client in your business is like, is the first week, you know, you might do, for us, we do three months. So the first three months of anyone in our business is is really systemized because there's a lot of things to get done. There's a lot of things to teach someone. And if we do it all in one, it really is just overwhelming and nothing sticks. So we've got a system where the new client experience is documenting what happens in the first week. First week, you know, we're teaching someone how to read our programs. The first week, we're making sure that we've gone over our warm-ups. Um, the first week, we're making sure they know that there is an expectation to arrive early and do their warm-ups before a session. Then we go into week two, week three, week four, nothing happens on week five, week six, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all about like, what is the what is the client experience and what are they going to be like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like this all makes sense and there's no confusion. That's what the new client experience is all about. Um, and we choose to use 12 weeks because our training packages are done over 12 weeks. So we want to make sure that all of our clients understand what to expect when they keep signing on through new packages. Um, you know, it might then be after the first month, you've got a check-in or you've got measurements again, or, you know, you've got a goal setting or whatever it is, but whatever is relevant to your business, you want to look at the stuff that's been working well with your clients, look at a client that has getting amazing results and really engaged with you as a coach and business owner, and then think about and go back. Think about that first three months of their training. What did you do? Document that, write that down. That's your system for your new client experience. Go ahead and use it on your new client that you might be, that you would have signed and then go again. What worked? What didn't work? Okay, that's amazing. I've got two really good examples of um, that making sense for the client and also being really helpful for me, the business owner, so that I don't have to go over warm-ups in week six again because you didn't do it in week one. So that's the new client experience is to make them go well, to make them feel confident in purchasing your services, to make them, you know, get on the first track with getting results because that's why they're coming to us. Our clients are coming to us for some reason. They're coming for some result. The result doesn't have to be, e.g., like tangible weight loss. It can be a community. It can be a feel. But if you're not going to document and put something in place, then you're not going to be able to service your clients ongoing because this will help with retention. And then we can just repeat effort when we sign on new clients. Awesome. Number three is all about service level. So client experience. Um, and I've got number three and four, and I'm basically just going to like merge them together because they are the same thing, but different like topics basically. So number three and four is all about client experience. Um, further than three months. So standard client experience and then extra value client experience. So number three is we want to have some system um, documented of what you do 
to ensure that the client experience past your first new client experience is is fantastic. You want to make sure there is standard practices around how often you program. When do you do measurements? How often do you do check-ins? Um, what is the process for clients booking into sessions? When do they need to have their programs updated? All that kind of normal stuff, all that standard things that you do in a business Um and everyone's clear, like they need to be clear what they, what their part in the, in the relationship is. And then you need to be clear that you're delivering the same service over and over again. So you might have that, you might have a system, you might have a documented written down on a one page that every single month, my clients get X, Y, Z. Every single month, these things happen. Every single quarter, um, you know, I send off messages to book in measurements, check-ins, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is that you choose to do, that's the inclusions for your services as a coach, go ahead and document that as client experience. And I just like to think standard. So client experience standard, it's the normal operations that we do programs, measurements, check-ins. And then the next one, number four is client experience for extra value type things. Um, so in my gym, we love like, fuck, like we are just, <laughs> we are such a big community. Um, we just love doing things and exploring and educating together. And we have a lot of different extra value points because this is what's relevant to my business. So you might not want these things. You don't have to have them. Um, a little point before I explain these things is extra value is not like value for the sake of having it. You don't want to have lots of things and nothing lands. You just want to have pivotal things that's specific to your clients. So extra value for us that we would have systemized is community events, um, workshops, monthly workshops, goal setting. Um, we've got, uh, what we call lifting parties. So there are uh, opportunity for our ladies to max out and that happens every, every th three times every year. We know the months on average that we're doing it, March, it happens, June, July, it happens, October, November, it happens depending on comp schedule for our powerlifters. So we know that we've got a system around how many lifting parties we do per year, per year. How many workshops we do per year? It's once per month. Um, how often we, you know, have the ability to offer things to our clients around goal setting, blah, blah, blah. So we we have these things in place. They methodically run. Now, just on an extra side note, you might find that clients might not engage with everything and that is okay. We don't have every single client that engages with all of these extra value points and even all the standard points like programming. Well, they have programming, but not all of them do measurements or check-ins and stuff like that. That's okay. Like we still have these in but that doesn't mean that we don't offer them. Um, but then we very much have clients that want to like f go into the full experience. And quite frankly, when people do engage in these extra things, they do get better results. Um, that's 100% what we found by doing all these things. But that doesn't mean that clients need to do that. So still offer it, still have systems around it, be methodical and still execute. Okay. Now, number five, um, number five for front-end systems is all around a lead database. So tracking lead information, you know, when they came in, where they came from, what was the source, um, when did you call them, what was notes about the client, did they sign, did they not sign, etc. So all of that hard data around leads. Um, but the thing that's really cool that you can take from a lead database is once you've like obviously started tracking all that information, you can use that information to understand like what are your best generation strategies because you would have written down the source. You can also then understand like how many leads that you need to have in order to sign a client Client because you can be doing um, like a data point that is what is my conversion rate from how many leads I have to then signing. Um, you can also obviously do a data point on the percentage of where do my signups come from, whether it's social media, whether it's referrals, whether it's networking opportunities. Um, 
You can also do some metrics on how many leads you get into your into your um, like your net of your business, but then how many leads actually drop off in the process from lead to coming into the business and doing a movement analysis. So there's just the point is that when you've got a lead database, right, and you're tracking information like source, date, um, sign, how many contact points you needed to have, where it's coming from, blah, blah, blah. Um, how like what's the turnover time so you get a lead in on one today and then it takes you two weeks to get them into signing process like that's that's long right so you can see all this information and you can then take that information and, and make decisions around it okay cool well if I know I need to have 20 leads to sign 10 clients then I need to be punching out more generation sources to generate more leads and getting five leads doesn't necessarily mean you get five clients so having data points take some of these emotions out and it gives you some hard facts around what you need to do and your best steps going forward um, to grow your business. Um, And then the last one that we've got is client database. I love this front end system because, you know, I'm a, I I work in a human based industry. Um, I fucking love working with humans and I love knowing things about my clients. I, I like to know them as their name and who they are and what makes them the person. Um, And they're not just a number. So client database is all about metrics, information about this person, their birthday, their start date, big milestones. When did they deadlift 100 kilos? When do they compete for the first time? How long have, you know, when did they start with us? How long have they been training for? And it just means that you can take all this information. You can celebrate wins. You can celebrate anniversaries. You can celebrate their birthday. Um, because I, you know, this is my life and I enjoy training and I enjoy the people that we work with. So it's a two-way street. I want to be involved in, in what they do and who they are as people. So um, I spat that out really, really fast because when I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll. Um, but those are six front-end systems. Now, with all of those things... If we quickly go through each one, why are we doing it? What is the relevance of it? Onboarding, lead to new client. It's important because we know that if you've got a lead that's coming through and you're not picking it up and you're waiting two days, that lead might have moved on. You know, if you're only contacting one time and you're not in your system, you don't have an approach to understand how many times you're contacting that client. They might not pick up the first time. You don't call them back the second and third time and then they move on. So you want to make sure that you can do this because you need to treat like leads come in, right? You want to have the ability to convert that lead. So an onboarding process just makes it so streamlined so that you can capture the lead. When you've captured the lead, treat it with respect and get those people into your business so that you can serve them they get the result that they're after you get the you know the benefit of them being in the business it's a win-win new client experience first three months the benefits of this oh my gosh like if you can give someone an amazing experience when they first start in your business gonna they're gonna be more inclined to want to stay in your business so it's all about retention service level for both standard operating practices and extra value it's the same thing retention results you know the more you can get people results the the longer they want to stay in your business if we don't have systems and we don't have steps around the stuff of how frequently we're doing these things like you know people are not going to enjoy your service people are not going to want to be in your business and they're going to go shit like it was great when I started for the first three months but it like dropped off after three six nine twelve months right and yes there are going to be clients that don't engage in the stuff and that is okay but still just make sure you offer it because things can change for clients they might not have engaged in it at month six but in month nine when they really want to push it with their results or they might have gone backwards they know they've got the opportunity and they can use start using those services then you've got lead database oh my gosh like 
you know, people always say, I need more leads, I need more leads. And it's like, no, you don't necessarily need more leads. You need to treat your leads with more respect and understand the metrics so that you can, um, you know, get a better footing of how many leads you actually need. Maybe it's your sales that needs some work and not lead generation. So it just allows you to put your time and your effort at the generation strategies that are working. It gives you some data on how, you know, how well your sales skills are or how much you might need to pull them up. Um, and it tells you, you know, how 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 on have you have you been with your lead generation strategies? Okay. Um, and then client database, like it's all about retention and servicing and getting results and and serving our clients and making it a personal approach because in the industry, in the fitness industry, it is saturated. Like there are so many options, but I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, the fitness industry is saturated, but there is like, it's not super competitive. Yes, it's definitely picking up and that's awesome. Um, I'm definitely finding, and what I see out there is that there are lots of coaches, there's lots of businesses that are picking up their game, realizing that if you're not going to make this personal and make it specific and make it like an A-class service, like then you're not going to be around. And saying that there's always going to be businesses, there's always going to be coaches that, quite frankly, I call shit kickers, whether that's, you know, rude or not, whatever. Um, but you know, there's always going to be a space in this industry where it's low level service and that's okay. This is in the, is, this is the industry. So there's no point getting mad about it or getting judgmental about it or whatever. Like that's, that's just the nature of our industry. It's always going to have a bell curve, right? You're going to have people that are high, high level service, low level service, mid-level service, whatever. You just got to choose where you stand in the business um, and in the, and sorry, in the fitness industry and then absolutely fucking smash it. But to be fair, I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast if you're interested in being a low level coach or a low level business anyway. So y'all on the same wavelength as me. So I hope that all made sense. Um, I hope, you know, it's giving you something to think about and write those six things down. Onboarding, new client experience, experience for standard operating practices, experience for extra value, lead database, client database, bang, 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 six front end systems to get your shit sorted. And then when I say get your shit sorted, it's still going to change in the next three, six, nine, 12 months because systems are ever evolving. They get tested. Things might not be working. Your clients might evolve. Your target audience might evolve. So it's not a sit and forget, but start just with one thing. Oh my golly, please don't go. I have to get it all done in a month Um, because that's not going to happen. So I hope that gave you some good stuff to get stuck into. Um, and I hope and wish you well as you head into your next week of coaching. Have fun. You know, we have an amazing fucking job. And it's just so cool that we get to call this a job that we do. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining me. Um, ugh, like, I'm just thinking about how vibed I was on that, on that recording. Um, I just am so passionate about systems because I know how much good shit can come from when, from when we have a systemized business. Um, and one thing that I just wanted to finish on that I didn't include in the podcast when I was recording it is that systems, you know, there's so many benefits for you as the business owner, but also for you as you with your clients. But it does allow you to then delegate stuff out in the future as you stay in the industry longer. So the more you systemize your business, the more you can delegate out and have other people help you as you grow and as you evolve. So, you know, take that episode, um, you know, really, really sit with the stuff and I hope that it makes your your life, um, you know, more enjoyable as a coach and 
you can really make sure that you're pushing through these things from week to week and you don't get stressed and overwhelmed. I will speak to you next week. Bye, guys.